This is the Plur Podcast, Episode 2. What's up, GMP gang? It's your girl, Give Me Plur, and coming up on this episode is an open discussion on the taboo drug culture in the rave and festival scene with special guests Stephanie, a.k.a. Mama Tempa, and Rakim. All that and more on the way. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Plur Podcast. It's your girl, Give Me Plur. Today, we're going to talk about raves and drugs. I know it's pretty much taboo. Drugs are definitely used recreationally, spiritually, all throughout the festival and rave scene, but it's like serious taboo to do it, especially since, you know, the 80s and the 90s, the rave warehouses. It's just been a a big uh, stigma that we've had and we've been trying to get away from. But at the end of the day, it's something that's a big part of the culture because EDM music is a sensory experience. Festivals and raves are a big sensory experience. So doing drugs automatically, you know, helps with that whole, you know, experience. So today I decided to get two good people that I know that are in the scene, who've been in the scene for a minute. I have my girl Stephanie, who is a part of the Chicago Shufflers, and I have my guy Rakim, who is an avid festival goer, who's been in the scene for a while as well. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourself? Go ahead, Stephanie, you start first. Hey, I am Stephanie, and I am from the Chicago area. I've been in the rave scene for about eight years now, and since I've been in the rave scene, I picked up one, a dance culture dance that I do periodically called shuffling and that's how I made the birth of Chicago shufflers okay awesome go ahead Rakim all right uh, my name is Rakim I am also a Chicago native and I have been in the festival racing since probably 2014 so basically what I wanted to do was to get you two on the phone because Stephanie you don't do drugs at festivals but Rakim, you do. So I thought it'd be very interesting just to have, you know, start a conversation. Um, Me personally, I do take drugs at festivals. I just recently quit doing ecstasy because I was having some bad experiences with that. And the past few festivals I've gone to, I haven't taken any drugs, which have been a great experience, experience as well. But once I do start back at it, I'll probably just do marijuana and like hallucinogens like shrooms and uh, acid. Uh, but I would like to ask first, Stephanie, why don't you take drugs at festivals? I mainly don't take drugs at festivals because I have a relative in my family that does abuse drugs. So that kind of just left a bad taste in my mouth. And I just decided to just do shows, festivals, and raves being sober. And I found myself still having a good time doing it that way. Okay, interesting. So, like, basically, your family member kind of left a bad taste in your mouth with, like, drugs. Like, is there, like, a particular drug that is the issue? Or is it just, did that family member just turn you off completely? It's one particular drug that I wouldn't suggest being involved like heavily in the racing but just from that one drug alone it did turn me off from trying any other drugs that is heavy in the racing i mean i have been curious about it but since i have that memory of it it doesn't like let me allow to do myself it doesn't allow me to like be curious enough to try it do you mind telling us like what the drug is the specific drug 
It's um cocaine. Cocaine. Okay. Yes, cocaine is uh, one hell of a drug, like Rick James said. <laughs> like, that's for damn sure. So, yeah, I totally understand that. Um, Rakim, so you on the other end of the spectrum, you being way more uh, of a drug addict than me. <laughs> What do you, why do you do drugs? Why do you, what's your purpose to do drugs at raves? Um, for me, it's just pretty much just to kind of like heighten the experience, you know, like when you're at a set and like, it just feels good. Like, I don't know. I just like feeling good. So that's pretty much the main reason. There's no other reason behind it. It's just like, just to heighten the experience and just like have more fun. Okay, that does make sense because, like, like I said earlier, festivals and raves, they're a sensory experience. So it's not just, it's the music, it's the laser lights, it's the art, it's the people, the community, you know, and taking those types of drugs, they enhance your experience. People love to enhance their experience. People love to enhance their bodies. You know, anything that can be made better gets made better. You know what I'm saying? especially in the festival scene. Um, this has been going on for a while. So what is your favorite drug of choice, Rakim? Okay, for me, my favorite drug of choice is ecstasy, uh, the press pill. So I I actually got introduced to press pills in Amsterdam. So I was going to college there for some time. And I honestly, I stayed away from drugs for a very long time. So I, I just didn't want anything to do with them. Both of my parents were heavy drug users, and I saw what that did to them, and I stayed away from them for the longest time. So it wasn't until I kind of, like, got away from everybody that I knew and kind of, like, opened up this whole new world. And so that's where I kind of got started with them, and I kind of, like, fell in love with them. I thought they were great. I felt great, and, yeah, so that's uh, my drug of choice. I love ecstasy too. I wish that I didn't have those bad experiences the past like few months. Like ecstasy, it feels so amazing. It's just, oh God, like I wish that it could last forever. Like seriously. I mean, I don't know if that's like how you feel about it, but like I just wish that it could last. It only lasts for like a few hours, which is just ridiculous. But like, I know that for me, that's my favorite drug as well uh, for festivals and raves. Now, when I first did it, I did it at a fest, at a, uh, a rave. Uh, back in like 2015 or 2016 and um, it was my first time doing it it was in Hall at hollow hollow freaking ween in denver and it was such a great a great experience it didn't even hit me until i left the festival somebody gave it to me like towards the end of the event and then it didn't hit me till i was in the mcdonald's drive uh drive through it's so funny so um you know i i still it was still an amazing feeling and ever since then i was like you know i'd love to do it again and i have since then but because I don't, you know, we all live in Chicago, like the Chicago party scene is intense, like especially with house music, there's a lot of drugs involved with that, that party scene, you know, dealing with EDM. So I was kind of taking ecstasy more often than I should have just because just to party, you know, just, just because I was at a concert or something, not just to have fun and get fucked up at festivals. I don't know what your experiences have been, Rakim, but, like, have you ever caught yourself, like, doing the drugs outside of the festival and been like, oh, snap, like, you know, I need to calm down. Like, this this is, should just be for, like, you know, for fun at events. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like I said, that's why I got introduced to it in Europe. And so, like, once I got back 
I was kind of just like, oh my God, I'm never going to find this again. Like, I really don't have friends in Chicago that I know that do this. I haven't introduced anybody to this. Nobody really knows kind of like where my lifestyle has kind of like turned. So I was kind of like kind of scared that I never would find it again. So I kind of did, I did find a group of friends that um, did it more regularly. And so like, honestly, I would kind of, I slowed down a lot now, but I would kind of do it like every weekend. Like I would just be like rolling my goddamn face off every weekend and it was just because i liked it it wasn't time it wasn't because oh we're going out or because of this or we're going to this show i mean yes we would do it because of that but for me it was just like okay i want to do it now stephanie like you you have you ever i know you said you don't do drugs at festivals but have you ever done anything like any type of drug um would you classify it as weed a drug hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) I've, I, like, smoked weed, like, four times out of my life, and, like, one time it was a really bad experience, but I'm pretty sure it was just the strand was not great, mm. but every other time I did smoke it, I, I felt pretty good, I felt relaxed, and that's kind of what I would want to feel, so if I did ever smoke weed again, I would prefer to smoke indica. Indica, okay. And Indica, that's an interesting choice. Are you just saying, like, you'd do it just to do it, or will you do it at a festival or rave? I would probably do it at a festival or rave, because sometimes when I'm there, I do get a little bit overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. and I do want to just relax. See, that's interesting, because for me, weed makes me more, like, it gives me more anxiety and makes me more paranoid when I go to festivals. Um, So, like, I have to have taken like some like drinks drank alcohol or you know taken something else and then you know if I'm trying to keep going or if I'm trying to enhance my experience even more then I'd like hit some weed but like I can't smoke weed right off the back for myself because it gives me like the opposite feeling or experience so yeah that I guess that's another thing to keep in mind too is is like everybody has their own reasons for not doing drugs or doing drugs at events and also everybody has their own like experiences one drug might suit somebody else while other drugs will you know mess somebody's like mind up and they'll never come back i know some friends who like do ketamine i have never done it it kind of scares me because i've seen them like i've seen multiple people in k-holes they call them k-holes you guys know what i'm talking about right oh yeah 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 so like i've seen like my friends being k-holes and uh some have if it's just been like kind of oh my god like they're tweaking and others other time it's been like oh my god like i hope they come back (laughs) like seriously so like stuff like that like i don't think i could ever like handle um but like all the other stuff like just weed mushrooms you know natural stuff like i'm pretty cool with i don't know for you guys when it comes to like raves and festivals how do you feel about other people doing drugs just like you being on the outside looking in like when you go to festivals when you see people are like messed up and stuff what do you like what do you think do is it does it bother you because i know i see a lot of like posts that say like or memes that say like you know just go to the rave to like enjoy the music you know not for the drugs like when that's like total bs because you know a lot of people are doing it 
you know what I'm saying? A lot of people are, are on something. Um, and it's a big part of the experience and it, and it helps with the spiritual experience as well if you do it properly. So like, does, does it bother you? I guess I'm trying to say like, does it bother any of you that some people are like doing drugs? Like, have you seen like some crazy stuff that you're just like, uh, I've seen some crazy things, but I've also seen a lot of good things. Like, it doesn't bother me at all because I know people are having a good time and that's what I want them to enjoy, like having a good time living in a moment. But I also just want them to be careful and make sure they're with a group of friends and not wandering off alone. Because at the end of the day, I at least still want them to be safe. So I usually just be mindful and make sure everyone is all right. Sometimes I'll have Pedialyte just in case they need it. If not, I have the tendency of just to make sure other people are fine. And if they're not, I would take them to the medical tent just to make sure that they're okay. Because no one needs to be like having a bad trip or just having a bad time. So if they were alone and if their friends weren't paying them attention, then I would take my time out of the day to care for them. So for you, it kind of brings out like the mama in you, uh, the, yeah. the mama bears out there in the scene, the rave mom. So you're definitely a rave mom, Stephanie. I will, I will say that. I do love that about you. So I guess for your experience, it brings out the good in you and, you know, you helping people. And that's, that's the one thing that I love about the scene is like, you know, no matter what goes on, like the majority of the people are like good hearted and have good intentions no matter what. Like, people are still trying, even if people are, like, irritated by you, they're still, like, nice and, like, trying to help you and, and, like, help you find out where you need to go, save you from, like, overdosing, like, whatever it is. Like, people are, like, genuinely nice. So what about you, Rakim? Uh, for me, uh, it really doesn't bother me seeing people do drugs. Like, I know people are there to do them, and, I mean, I'm there to do them, too, so that's fine. <laughs> so, like, I'm there to do them, too. <laughs> the, thing, the thing with me is when I see people just, like, really just, like, out of it, it's just like, okay, where are your friends? Because most right. of the time when the things that I've seen, they've been alone. So, for example, Electric Force 2016, actually, that was my first Electric Force, and we were just waiting for a set to start, and it's pretty common to see people naked at the force. It's pretty common, so that nice. wasn't the thing that bothered me. Nice. So, this guy just, like, came up out of nowhere, and he's, like, completely naked, but the thing was, he was just, like, being really aggressive. He's being really just, like, weird. Uh-huh. And so, like, sometimes for me, like, I can be, like, okay, he's acting like this because he's on this or he's on that, vice versa. But the way that he was acting and, like, the look in his eyes, you can tell, like, he was not there. And so, like, he started, like, pushing people. He's, like, looking weird. He's kind of, like, foaming at the mouth. And I'm like, okay, what is going on with this guy? And so, like, two EMTs came and tried to, like, calm this guy down, kind of, like, holding him. And he is just, like, not... He's resisting. He's not giving up. And so, like, at this point, it's kind of, like, scary. It's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, what is going on? And so, at this point, there's literally six EMTs on this guy trying to hold this guy down, and they could not hold this guy down. So, I'm, like, sitting there, like, oh, my God, what is going on? It took them to, like, pull out a, a huge syringe and stick it in his neck and, like, completely, like, knock this guy out. Mm. And I'm just 
standing there like, oh my God, like, where are your friends? Like, what are you doing? Like, why can't you kind of like pace yourself? And that's the whole thing about it for me. It's like, okay, you have to do things in like moderation. Like, if you're going to like do something that has you like that, you need to take it in moderation. Because if you go fucking full throttle and then you end up like that, like, that's not good. Like, that's kind of like how people die. And those are the horror stories that you hear. And that's kind of what gives drugs a bad life. Hearing stories or seeing things like that. So that's where I am with it. That's pretty That's pretty messed up. Um, I have never seen anything too crazy personally. Um, yeah, the most... that was like, great. that was really fucking scary. Yeah, like, I would be scared, too. More so not for myself, but just, like, for him. Right. Because, like... Yeah, I wasn't scared for myself. I was mostly scared for him. Like, oh, my God, when this guy comes to, like, he's not going to remember anything. Like, you know, like, it's just going to be all just, like, he completely just, like, blacked out and then finally woke up and he's somewhere that he doesn't even know. He's probably in the hospital because they, like, they, they took him out. He's, he's done. Right. And that and you know what? That kind of makes me think like I've only seen maybe one incident. There was like a girl. She was like rolling around in the dirt at Spring Awakening in 2016 or 2017. And actually, was I think it was 2017. I saw this. She was just like rolling around in the dirt and her friend was like there. But she wasn't like doing too much. She was she was kind of messed up too and she didn't want to like they were just like sitting down but people are like recording them like that's the thing that i cannot stand is like and and that's the thing about it it's it's ridiculous like okay so we do have like different generations in the scene which i love i really love that but i think that it's important to like you know we have to keep reminding each other that yes this is the age of technology and sometimes things are funny but that like recording people going nuts at festivals or like overdosing that's like really that really is just this a a low ball move like that's hidden below the belt because that's really that's like really immature it's immature it's an invasion of privacy People people yeah. have jobs and regular lives and are, like, professionals outside of this. And not everybody is just, like, taking drugs to, like, be super messed up and go crazy. Some people just accidentally just take too much or have taken yeah. the wrong thing. So you recording them and putting them on the Internet for everyone to see can destroy somebody's life. So, um, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's just my thoughts sure. on it. And I just wish that people didn't record it because it literally gives us in the rape scene a bad image yes and i just yes. wish people never did that instead of recording while well, they just go over and check on and make sure the person's okay exactly and that's why i always tell my friend like make sure y'all test y'all stuff because there's a lot of bad stuff floating around out here and that's why i would encourage everyone to buy a test kit to make sure that they're taking the right stuff because i've had plenty of friends who took the wrong stuff and it almost could have been a bad night and you know what i'm glad you mentioned test kits because like i was just doing a little bit of research just about like drugs in the festival scene and there's this actual like company that is called there's a few there's a dance safe and bunk police have you guys heard of them i've heard of them there is a documentary about dance safe i believe it's it's a documentary involving them and the first edc that happened in los in LA. Okay, you now definitely check that out. I'm def I am because I was really interested in that. Basically it is a um company that allows you to bring a little piece of your like 
your drugs and they like test it for you and let you know what's all in it so that you you know know what you're taking and i thought that was so awesome you know some people say that or test kits can probably would probably like promote the the use of drugs but honestly i just think that would like deter people really or like help them make an executive decision because you know some people don't know where to get the tests in case you know people are lazy you know but if you have somebody who's there right before they're about to like take it people would do it even if they take it anyway even though they know it's not as much mdma in there if they can at least like know for sure because sometimes just being like aware in your mind can affect your whole like high like because if you take something and you feel a little weird you can start you can start catastrophizing and then making yourself think that something is wrong when it really isn't you know so it's better to just know what's in there so you can control your mind your mind is so powerful like you can you can heal yourself with your mind so you can also freak yourself out as well the closing out uh questions because we are running out of time right here what are some ways, because we did talk about uh, drug testing, uh, drug testing kits. What are some ways that you could help people uh, be safe in the rave scene doing drugs? Whether you do them or not, what are some what are some tips or advice that you have? I highly recommend that everyone buys a, a test kit and to at least educate themselves on what it is that they're taking and what they're curious on taking and making sure if they do do it, if they're with someone who's experienced with the drug and always with that person so that they won't have um, a bad trip or get lost. And also to make sure that they know where the nearest medical tent and water station is just so they're aware of what's happening to themselves. Rakim? For me, the number one thing is really just knowing where your drugs come from. Like, I have been buying my drugs from the same guy for years. So I really know what he's giving me is clean, it's been tested, and it's good to go. Like, for me, I don't go to a festival looking for drugs because, like, those are the cases where things get fuzzy and things will happen. So for me, it's just, like, really know where your drugs come from. Like, I don't need to be that. I don't need, I'm not that thirsty to be high to just go to a festival and be like, hey, who got this, who got this? Like, no. If I don't have it myself there, I'm not going to just go out of my way and try to find it from somebody that I don't know. I totally agree with that. Um, I've have, I haven't been the best with that myself in the past, but I've been lucky enough to not been given anything that has messed me up really that bad at festivals. Thank God. I have had my bad experiences, like I said, especially with ecstasy recently, but it was just enough to scare me and to get me to, you know, leave it alone. Not enough to, you know, put me in the hospital permanently, thank God. So, but Guys, thank you so much for being open and honest and being on my podcast. You know, I love you guys so much. You are my rave family, and you guys are part of two different rave families, which is awesome that you guys, you know, are on here talking, letting everybody know the real dangers and just the real-life experiences that you guys have had in the scene, uh, positive and negative, because yin and yang is a part of life. So thank you guys so much for being on. And as for everyone listening out there, make sure to join my mailer list at GiveMePlur.com to get the links to all of my social media pages and to stay up to date with everything that I'm doing. If you have any suggestions for topics for the show or you'd like to be interviewed, make sure to email me at ClurPodcast at GiveMePlur.com. All right, guys. Peace, love, unity, respect. Give me Plur out.